The Please Call Me concept saw Vodacom laughing all the way to the bank, but as noted in the judgment, there were no smiles for the innovator who is yet to see even a penny for his idea. After crediting Makate for the genius idea in an internal newsletter, Vodacom CEO Alan Knott Craig tried to take all the credit many years later. The Constitutional Court judgment upholds the factual findings of the High Court, and these findings paint a grim picture for Vodacom, just as Chris Jafter handed down judgment. The High Court's analysis of Mr. No Craig's evidence was scathing. It held that he lied about matters that were documented in the records of Vodacom. It concluded that both Mr. No Craig and Mr. Geisler sought to write Mr. Magade out of the Please Call Me script for financial and other reasons, in refusing to compensate Mr. McCarthy. This court finds Vodacom has associated itself with dishonorable conduct of Mr. Nod Craig and Mr. Geisler. This is not the kind of conduct to be expected from an ethical corporate entity. In 2000, trainee accountant Kenneth McCarthy was in a long-distance relationship. His then-girlfriend was a student at a university in a different province. Strapped for cash and unable to buy airtime to send even a missed call, McCarty's girlfriend had no way of contacting him. And that's how the Please Call Me concept was born. At the time, he was working for Vodacom and decided to pitch the idea to them first. He approached Vodacom's Director of Product Development, Philip Geisler. He asked for a 15% cut should the idea prove successful and Geisler promised that they would negotiate at a later stage. The idea generated billions of rands in revenue, but nothing came of the agreement to negotiate. Instead, Vodacom raised apartheid-era legislation to block McCarthy. The stance taken by Vodacom in this matter was unfortunate. Having admitted that it had used Mr. Magade's idea to develop the Please Call Me service, it was not ethical for Vodacom to refuse to compensate him. What compounds the matter is the fact that Vodacom entered into a contract with him under which it now sought to avoid liability by raising technical defenses. Vodacom's conduct in this case leaves a sour taste in the mouth. The court did split 7-4 to on a narrow point regarding the relationship between apparent authority and estoppel, but the court was unanimous about the end result. Essentially, it overturned the High Court's findings on apparent authority and prescription. It found that Geisler had apparent authority, which bound Vodacom to the terms of his agreement with McCarthy. The court also overturned an SCA decision on prescription, which would have barred McCarthy from approaching the court. Both the majority and the minority conclude that in this case there was a a representation by Vodacom to the effect that Mr. Geisler had authority to enter into an agreement on Vodacom's behalf with Mr. McCarthy. This means that Vodacom is bound by such agreement. With regard to prescription, both the majority and the minority hold that since Mr. McCarthy seeks an order directing Vodacom to commence negotiations for determining compensation payable to him, his claim did not prescribe. This is because it does not amount to a debt envisaged in the Prescription Act of 1969. The Constitutional Court judgment simply enforces the agreement reached between McCarthy and Geisler all those years ago. Vodacom has been given one month to initiate the negotiation in good faith on fair compensation. In terms of the agreement, if they deadlock, then the CEO will have to determine a fair compensation within a reasonable time. 
Soon after the judgment was delivered, the public gallery erupted into applause and cheers of congratulations. Makati addressed journalists. I'm relieved. I mean, for me, uh, this is the end uh, of the road. And I mean, it's not what I chose, but it's circumstances. But I'm happy. I mean, it's 16 years. Uh, please call me as conceptualized in 2000. I've been 16 years on this road, nine years now in trial and being accepted here at the Constitutional Court. So it's been a long journey for me. There's big money at stake, and with all the Constitutional Court justices in his corner, Makate will soon be laughing all the way to the bank. Candace Nolan, SABC News, Johannesburg.